me to be on the podcast. You know, it's my first time, first time here. Um, gentlemen, could you introduce yourselves? I don't think I've this, I'm, I'm new to this part, these parts. I don't come around here often. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Absolutely. Howdy, partner. Good to have you. <laughs> Hi there, stranger. <laughs> Sucks we don't have Christian on with us today, but yeah, yeah we'll have this guest. In- you don't have Christian, but um, I'll, Christian's taking place, so. And <laughs> over, over, over you, sir. Hey, Dylan. My name's Nick. I, uh, first time, long time, you know, uh, fan of the show. You know what I'm saying? First time listener? Yeah. <laughs> first time Like, who is this? Ma. Go ahead, caller. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, today we have basic human anatomy and heroic origins and. Wait, well, and? 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 Advanced, advanced introduction to finality. Th- three episodes? Three, what? Yeah. A triple rainbow. We have to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Some of the blows. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but Heyman anatomy, basic human anatomy, a plus stuff. Uh, Dean as Jeff. I thought it was some of the best, like oh. impromptu, like uh, character impression, yeah. impersonation stuff in the series. I like, love in TV shows whenever characters will try to play another character on the show. Mm-hmm. That's this whole episode. Basically. Yeah, you have you have to yeah. imagine that like behind the scenes was a lot of fun. Oh, like for sure. Each other, people just, you know, kind of like making fun of each other, but also like paying homage to each yeah. other. Yeah. And it's probably like a lot of coaching, like, oh, this is how I would do, or this is how Jeff would, should do this, or this is how Abed would do this. So right. This is kind of extra credit, but I did read that, especially for um, for Donald Glover and Danny Pudi, they like recorded themselves saying the lines that, like, so then the other person could like listen to them and like, neat. That's cool. Stuff. Like, get the Abed. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, I thought Dean as Jeff was just, hilarious i i laughed pretty much everything that he gave there it was like you know and that's what i would say if i gave a crap or like <laughs> the push-ups yeah 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 just like the you know the one-up eyebrow the right. like uh, you know taking stealing annie's attraction shut like, up leonard yeah <laughs> yeah we saw your we saw, it's a lateral move yeah like the pacing of his words the 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 language yeah everything about it was just spot on um, and then okay so troy and britta broke up right because mm-hmm. they felt like there was nothing because troy felt like there was nothing really between them or I, i'm having a hard time which i was never a fan of the relationship in the first place right so but i have a hard time understanding why troy was like now this time or like now it's time to break up. yeah i and i thought about because i watched the episode a couple times just to make sure i was getting the hang of it because i feel like the ultimate message Jeff's go home speech is uh, he, he says committing to the bit isn't dumb. It's hard. And we're scared of what happens when we find out we've committed to the wrong thing. Cause he's, he's talking about like, he thinks the idea of them switching bodies is stupid, but he can admire the fact that they're like leaning into it. Yeah. And I think that's supposed to mirror like Troy recognizes that there's not that spark that was there originally. And he's afraid of what's going to happen after, you know, they break up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I do admit. I feel like the writing has been a little messy with that. I feel like they could have, you know, in the past couple episodes, maybe kind of hinted at it. Like, you know, maybe there's a scene where I don't, I don't know. The group's laughing, and then Troy and Britta are the last ones laughing, and then Troy stops before Britta does, or you know, just something kind of like that mm-hmm. to, to hint at it. Um, but I can kind of also see that too, where like there's not really a lot of indication, kind of like with Slater and Jeff. In season yeah, one, yeah, it just sort of ended, you know. Good point. Mm. I agree. That would have been nice to like see. There's obviously something there. Like, what's the, the actual relationship? 
And I guess the more I think about it, they they did kind of allude to it in the intro to Knots episode. You know, with Troy is like, well, if I was if I was upset, I'd be rambling. If I'd be rambling, I'd be sweating. And if I'm sweating, then you know. So there is a little bit of mm-hmm. that, but yeah, it it definitely doesn't feel well rounded. It's just sort of like, work, a, like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. I would say that it's kind of like because they don't they don't really do anything with it. It's sort of like that's mm-hmm. another another piece on the shelf that they can pull out whenever they need to, but it's not really like a main part of the show. Like that's a good that's a good yeah that's mm-hmm. like yeah like you ha- you can make this recipe at home, but like no one's craving yeah what's it called tuna casserole yeah right? like that that yeah. could lead to entire episodes where they just have their own plot and kind of like the the water fountain like that was a fun little side plot there. Um, so I, I mean, I mentioned the, the Jeff go home part of, you know, committing to the bit and committing to the relationship and just the idea of commitment in general. I still have straight talk. I don't even, I can't even commit to a cell phone plan. Uh, T-Mobile <laughs> or AT&T. Um, so that's, that'll, that'll be my, my next step in growth of you now committing to something. Um, I really liked the, the routine, um, light switch check. <laughs> mm. I love, I love That's the, not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> and then even Jeff, you know, at the end, sorry, routine light switch check. Because <laughs> this was one of the first episodes you guys showed me of Community, and I was like, "Man, this is so funny! Like, it's <laughs> it's great." Um, because you know, they could have definitely done the whole bit of like, you know, Troy and Abed are spinning around, and the lights are flickering, and they're doing funny faces, and then do like the awkward cutaway shot to where the group's just watching them spin, and there's actually none of that going yeah, on. Yeah, so it's fun that they they made that a part of the actual world itself. I also liked, you know, the murder mystery hour with the the janitors. They've seen too much. Yeah. Let's kill them. <laughs> Calm down, Crazy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Pierce for doing the entire group project. That was yeah, pretty cool. Like, honestly, I mean, go ahead. They kind of gutted Pierce. I mean, this is this is you can definitely tell. Oh, Chevy yeah. Chase is leaving the this show. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> even. They're not hiding it. No, yeah. not at all. So, so it, yeah, good job for Pierce. But also, like, man. I don't feel bad for, for Chevy Chase, but it is, it is mm-hmm. weird to see Pierce like he just all of a sudden cuts out of the show, like, you know, for, for entire lengths of time. So, but yeah, you know, it was, it was good that he did the whole thing took 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did chuckle at Dean thing, having Jeff inside of me like multiple times. Mm-hmm. Having Jeff. Nope. Nope. Didn't happen. Nope. Didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. It's, I agree. I think the Dean being, the Dean being be Jeff or acting as Jeff and also Troy and Abed acting as each other. Um, kind of talked about it with the Dreamatorium episode where Abed and Annie are kind of in there. It's it's fun to like see actors pick up on those. Yeah. Yeah. Like mannerisms. mannerisms yeah. But it's also interesting to me. It felt like Donald Glover did a good job, better job of playing Abed than Danny Pudi did playing Troy. Like, especially whenever they first walk in, it's like, and I'm Troy. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it, it felt it felt like he was playing just a generic, <laughs> the exaggerated swagger of a black man. <laughs> but it, it didn't feel like he was playing Troy, um, which is. But yeah, that's interesting because he obviously has done some of that stuff before. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys noticed that too, or if it was just me. But well, it got me thinking about like yeah, because you know if we could all probably be, do a better Ovid impression than a better Troy impression. Yeah. So like that is like I guess like you know. I don't even say it's like a shot against the writers or whatever, but like <laughs> Donald Glover sucks. <laughs> but like, just what Uncle Aaron? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I look over live here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I just think it's like the okay, because like if you were to give a Troy impression, would just be like 
saying, you know, dumb, like, or like being like kind of like oblivious and ignorant. Yeah. Like yeah. Airheaded, like just, Ditzy. you know, I used to think, you know, encyclopedias just had, you know, no one told me that phone books and dictionaries were two different things. Yeah. Like yeah. something like that where it's like, oh, uh, it's more about the things you say rather than like the way you act. Yeah. Right. Like with Abed, like there is, does kind of have like the, the voice of Troy kind of tries another to, word for hungry, yeah. hungry, yeah. but it's more of like, them like exaggerating the voice. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Abed is like, whereas for Troy, it's just he said the funny dumb thing that's quotable and put on. We can put that on YouTube. Like that's yeah, <laughs> yes. Agreed. I agree. I agree with that. Um, it, it, was that your only A plus that you had? Yeah. My we didn't. I didn't write this down, but my diorama question. So I'll give you some time to kind of think it out a little bit. Um, but if you had a movie that became real in your life. Or the the rules of the universe applied in your life. What movie would you want to have that happen to? So, kind of in the vein of this episode with Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday, right? Oh, that's fun. Okay. Um, I feel like for me, I'm gonna be careful how I word this because I don't think I would really necessarily like like it or want it. But I think the rules of the Truman Show applying to me whoa. would be really interesting. <laughs> the idea that like everybody is an actor and like is. <laughs> It's all about me. I'm a narcissist. <laughs> but the, but the, because then like I feel like I wouldn't really know how to unravel all that. Like so wait, I'm the main character of the show and I still live in a one bedroom apartment. Like what? Yeah. it's a crappy show. <laughs> but I, I do feel like it'd be interesting to have that sort of unravel. Or may, maybe in a if it's a Greendale episode, maybe there's a student who comes on campus and the entire um episode is just from his point of view. Mm-hmm. And so the Greendale Seven is there, but they're sort of like in the background. Yeah, and everybody else on campus is part of the Truman Show, and the Greendale Seven is really confused. And so, sort of like the background plot is them trying to spoil it, but the main character just thinks that it's real. So like, That'd so like, be a good, like, and the dean's like, "We're trying, to, we're trying to Truman Show this guy, okay, guys? Like, <laughs> do not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I'm going to stand by that answer. You forget that. I mean, it's Jim Carrey's best like dramatic it's kind of a serious and, yeah but you forget that like oh he's just naturally funny so like there's some stuff in it like and it's been memed now or oh, he's yeah. like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> but like that's like a really serious scene like a like a you know yeah that's why you know m- memes ruin media but like that's <laughs> but they amplify they commentary on yeah <laughs> mine would be probably the limitless like movie that bradley cooper did Mm. Which is probably based on something, but it was a TV show for a while too. I think. Yeah, it was a TV show, and I think it might have been a book. That's what okay. It was based yeah, on. but probably a comic book too. Yeah, for, a manga. Yeah, gra- yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, basically in that, like you know, he takes a pill and like he has access to everything he's ever learned, and like mm-hmm. uh, focus and like get things um, done with like all the knowledge he's ever accessed, and like enhances his ability and focus. Now there is like a hard crash because like it's like it's like there's like the drug metaphor with it all. But I've always thought that was like cool of like the idea of okay, if I could just take a pill that would allow me to access everything I've ever seen, learned, been taught, um, to like my peak ability, like how how much I could just get done, like you know, just um. So I, I, it's kind of a lame answer. And I, no, I like it. I, I mean, like because it, it's not even like I would try to rule the world or whatever. I just want to like make some money and then like probably just coast. <laughs> Because it'd be, I, I feel like you'd be surprised of like what you actually knew or what you'd actually. Yes. Learned. Yeah. On the flip side, though, I feel like I'd be disappointed. Like, oh, I actually 
Don't know all that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know more about that. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of having a hard time thinking of like a movie with. So like, would you obviously? Want? Yeah, you wouldn't want to have like a Quiet Place or Bird mm-hmm. Box or anything yeah. like that. I think I'm gonna. I, well, so the only thing that comes to mind really is. I mean, it kind of seems it's probably lame. It's probably kind of a Matrix, crappy, whatever. Like not the negative sides of it, but it'd be cool to be able to like. But there are also people who legitimately think we live in a matrix. But tinfoil hat, <laughs> right? Like, so you're you're not, you're not saying that you're saying like legitimate. No, I'm just like, saying like having having the powers of Neo, right? Would be cool. By robots, by robots, like it isn't you know. Something. Yeah, I don't want everything to have. A you're like sense. you're like this hairless baby floating in a tube of plastic juice. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been a while since I've seen the Matrix. I'm sure there's other negatives to it negatives to it but i'm sure there's also other i mean everybody knows like the bullet scene and everything it doesn't really i think the fly at the end or something like that maybe? yeah because yeah bullet time and then i think obviously like the kung fu really. yeah. and i feel like the i feel like his superpower is really that he doesn't have to play along with the rules of the matrix like mm-hmm. like he can change i feel like it's a similar concept to, like being able to control your dreams I've not been able to do that very much, but there have been times where I've been like, wait a minute, no, this is stupid. I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's something to that. And again, I don't want like the negative side of it. I don't want to really have to like live in that. I just, it'd be cool to have the powers that. Yeah. No, that makes it's sense. It's not that I'm fighting people. No, good question. Yeah. Thank you. Leading the class, I had Troy and Abed. It's hard to really pick. I know we just talked about how much we think that Danny Pudi playing Troy is not as good as uh, Donald Glover playing Abed. Right. But I do think. I mean, the episode, those are the two that kind of steal the show. Seeing them both, you know, playing each other. Uh, and I don't think it's so much that Danny Pudi did a job of playing Donald Glo- or Troy. It's that there's really just not as much you can he do. He does a really good job of playing Abed mm-hmm. in, in, in every episode. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, it's not Danny Pudi's fault so much. No, not at all. It, yeah. I had, I had same deal. Like Troy evoking Abed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what I, that's what I said, too. So. I feel like that's a pretty safe answer. Yeah. I mean, you can make an effort that, you know, Jeff really does a good job of helping them see that it's okay to not have to switch bodies, but I mean, let's be honest here. This episode's about Troy and Abed, so. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, extra credit stuff, not really a whole lot. I already mentioned that, you know, Pierce, he's he's not really a character at this point. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere, too. Like, it just sort of suddenly became... Because, mm-hmm. okay, the video game episode was this season, wasn't it? Or was it the end of last season? I think that was last season. Okay. But because, the, uh, but the Haunted up. House episode that was, was this season. season. Yeah. So, like, within this season, he has been still a character. But, like, from this episode on, um, and then even with the balloon episode, and then last episode, I think, what, they were attending sensitivity training together, Gilbert and Troy, or Gilbert, Gilbert and Pierce. Something like that. Something like that. Um, and which one? then which intro to Knots. Oh yeah, they were so, they were yeah. gone for something, and then they'll talk about how. Uh, or the, I think in another episode they say that he gave his kidney to yeah to Gilbert, Gilbert yeah. but it, which is fun that they're doing it together. But mm-hmm. I would rather have you know Gilbert in the episode rather than Pierce out of the episode is what yeah. I what I'd say. Yeah, so. that make, it makes sense for sure. And then you know at the end of the episode, Britta and Troy staying back to hug like it was just a little small moment, but I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. I don't I don't mm-hmm. hate that. That was cute. I. uh I noticed how yoked Dean Pelton is. He's, yeah, yeah. He's cut. Look good. Yeah. And I Game feel like sh- earlier in the show, in the series, I want to say that there was another s- moment where the Dean like has his shirt off or you see him. the commercial episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's not quite as jacked then. 
I don't think. I, I see. That's the thing is like he's not he's not like bulky. He's just very finely yes, tuned. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. very defined. Because but, even like the hung, the Hunger Dean episode, he looks that way with his dress. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say for the episode with the trial, um, where uh, he hits his. Yeah, his leg, leg on the. Oh, I'm in a fresh tattoo. Yeah, like he, when he flexes his arm, like I'm, I'm, like I'm in the table. It's pain. like you see, like, yeah, you like you see muscle definition. I'm like nice, man. Right? <laughs> Put in work, bro. <laughs> bro, what's your what's your PR, bro? <laughs> you taking creatine? You taking protein? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of looking for like other Easter eggs in there. Why are the stingers in the front? I couldn't see anything else. I was kind of that would have been a great callback for them to. Do yeah, that. you have like mm-hmm. the the zombie episodes, uh, food. You know the the packets of food yeah, that are great or radioactive. Any there's random oh, yeah. props you can use. Oh yeah. Um, in terms of marked and red in conclusion, I gave it a six and a half out of ten. I just didn't really laugh that much. Mm-hmm. It is wholesome, but again, we talked about the Troy and Britta dating, and I never really felt the connection there to begin with. Yeah. So like, there's not really an emotional mm-hmm. stake for, for me sure in this episode. I gave it seven out of ten. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if Dean Pelton didn't, uh, what's it called? Um, impersonate Jeff would probably be like a five out of ten, maybe six, maybe six. If we're if I was in a good mm-hmm. mood, um, <laughs> well, we didn't even talk about the side plot why the dean is there is because Shirley and Annie are mm. fighting over valedictorian. Oh, yeah, right, kind of a weak plot, kind, kind of. There's I think a it's, a, it's a fun conflict, it is to mm-hmm. have, but the plot itself doesn't really have much to it. It's just them fighting or arguing over it, and then they go, they go to the dean, Leonard's. yeah. And then the conclusion is, if anybody's going to be valedictorian, I'm glad to see you. Like, that's, that's the whole conclusion. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I, I think I'm in agreement. It's not a necessarily funny episode. I do feel like it is pretty heartfelt, and I did like it because of that. Um, especially, like, the, the themes of, um, you know, commitment and the themes of, like, you know, kind of not being sure who you really are. I do feel like honestly they did a good job of like okay so obviously I think I think the conclusion is that Abed and Troy both knew they weren't in each other's bodies. I think that that's so so the conversation that Abed has with Britta as Troy is believable because Troy talks about those things with Abed. And so then Troy being able to use the mask of like oh I'm really Abed right now so I can actually talk about what I'm scared about. I feel like that was that was pretty cool. Cool. So, yeah. Um, if we talk about you know Freaky Friday, um, the 2003 version maybe had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah. Um, she's had a crazy career. Like she's done everything. She's mm-hmm. done action movies. She's done comedy. Oscar winner. Jamie Oscar winner. So uh, <laughs> because of that, I'm gonna give this a Halloween one out of everything, everywhere, all at once. You know, still solid. Did you finally watch it? Not yet, oh. but I just know it's like her it's, best. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, but Halloween is also what she's like really known for mm-hmm. is her breakout role too. So give it kind of a, a pretty close, close one there. Um, but for heroic origins, um, this one was a little hard. It's a bit harder for me to get into and like really enjoy really? Um, a, a little bit. Um, it was fun to see kind of like characters playing each other or uh, characters playing their past versions of themselves. I mean, it reminds me of like that couple episodes stretch in friends where it's like an alternate reality where like Monica is still fat and Rachel uh-huh. married Barry and Ross didn't get divorced. Like it's kind of, kind of reminds me of that. Um, one of the lines I really like, and I, I feel like I quote it more often is like Britta it's over. I had a hamburger the other day and now I'm not cold all the time. I'm <laughs> um, just the anarchists and her kiss. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I also thought it was really sweet whenever, um, Abed goes to Chang and he's like, you want to go to get frozen yogurt with us? 
That's all I've ever wanted. Because <laughs> I, I will reiterate, if the group would have let him into the, the seven after the pop and lockathon, we would not have had Dictator Chang. Well, actually, maybe not. Maybe we would because they did talk about the experimental monkey syndrome. Yes. So maybe, maybe, but mm-hmm. he went crazy because like that was the triggering event is that he wanted to be in the group they wouldn't let I never so. put that together until after I watched this last night. Yeah. I, I'd ex- forgotten about it. Explain Chang's psycho, like yeah. craziness basically with that. Yeah. So. I remember that. I just, I'd forgotten about it, but that is kind of a fun little. <laughs> seven degrees, whatever. Uh, it was the Green Dull Seven, right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, dang, that was good. <laughs> nice. no, that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> Campus Crusade for Christ, and I'm Jewish. It really does make you feel for Annie. Like, you, you mm-hmm. can understand why she went crazy. I mean, honestly, yeah. like, she was already popping pills. Like, right, but she was just on edge because you know? she expected so much of herself. Um, the only thing I didn't like about that, I just, do you think Annie, little Annie Adderall, would be at that party? In no. the sense of like, that, you know, if that's like, like a cool kids party, would she be? It looked, see, I, it looked like a class party. That's what I was thinking. It was like it's like uh, a graduate. Uh, okay. What's that called? Uh, yeah, class yeah. trip, but it's parties. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because yeah. they do like superlatives, but too. But then I thought, well, they could just have a party. So we kind of did that for our. School. It wasn't really a party as so much as like, okay, we go to main events. Yeah, and that's basically what it was. All night <laughs> graduation. Because we did that so that way we wouldn't do like what they did in the episode yeah, so or drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to hear your thoughts on. Because, like, Annie's whole arc is that she did a glow up, right? So, like, the idea of, like, that girl that was in high school and you don't see them for a couple of years, you're like, oh, she's hot now. Yeah. Oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> or, like, like your you tits know, are great, but you're super smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, maybe, like, maybe she's like, oh, she's skinny now, or oh, she's not wearing glasses. And, you know, like, very, it's pretty superficial, mm-hmm. but, like, Especially whenever, like, they have a whole different personality. Like, originally, they were, like, all meek and, like, kind of sheltered. And they go off to college and the liberals brainwash her. But, <laughs> but, but more confident, like, has more friends, is dating, like, some guy from another high school that, like, was really popular in high school. And now he's kind of, like, shrunk down to size. Like, do you know what I'm talking? Like, does that make sense? Oh, for it's sure, like, for you, sure. You, you yeah. kind of seen some of that stuff. Um, so I, I don't know how often that happens, though. Like I, f- I feel like it happens more often than you think, um, but I feel like Annie is a good example of that. Of like, oh, she, you know, got rid of her braces and she took her glasses off, and there's the whole, you know, stere- the movie trip of like, oh, she's hot now because she's wearing glasses. And I that's think that's not- kind of the joke. Yeah, like, they're exaggerating her look a little bit. Oh, like, so, right, so. because then underneath that all, she's still little Annie Adderall, or you know, she's not, but that's kind of like the conflict she has of being uptight and wanting to prove herself and all that fun stuff. So Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I really you, got you know how the <laughs> Jewish person out of that one. Um, so that I mean that wasn't really, you know, part of the episode. I just I, I want to know you guys' thoughts on that. I, like, I don't really have any thoughts. I just no. Think it's, yeah, yeah. It is a thing. It in fact is, it is a thing. The thing that made me laugh. Um, I like this episode overall, but uh, Troy quotes, "There will be blood." Uh, Daniel Day Lewis, oh seven. He won an Oscar for that. But um, this is like the uh, one of the final scenes of the movie. Where he's about to kill somebody and he and like he's talking about oil and like stuff like that and he's like i have a big straw and i drink your milkshake and like it's just a it's just that will never not get old yeah like it's funny that like that's quoted in this situation like like <laughs> when does he say that um, he says it like the last act of the movie like, like the last. i mean when does troy say whenever he walks into the yogurt place or yeah like the start of the flashbacks gotcha mm-hmm. 
That's what I got. Okay. See, I that's what that's kind of what I mean with like this episode is a little weird for me because like it it just felt kind of disjointed where they kept hopping back and forth, and it felt like they kept talking about the conflict over and over again. Like I feel like Shirley said, "I almost lost my marriage multiple times." Yeah, and like yeah. we get it, Shirley. I'm sorry you went through that, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, no, that's, this is that's the fair. special victim yeah. that you have to get used to that. Yeah, because yeah. if and, and it feels like at multiple points, because like they talk about like there are like multiple revelations about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Jeff was there. Jeff was representing the stripper. Yeah, Jeff was representing the stripper that cheated with Andre. Jeff was at the restaurant when she get like yeah. It's just like more and more, and so I'm like, I mean, it, it was just weird. I don't know. It was just weird. But and, and and I don't hate the idea that they all knew each other beforehand and mm-hmm. how you can kind of like cross those pieces over. I think one of the funniest like memes is whenever you know Shirley drops the, the lingerie and the dean picks it up. Like, I hope this isn't but waking oh, anything yeah. in me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was, that was pretty fun. But in terms of like a diorama question, I didn't really have a question to ask. But I was just like, we we kind of have an origin story. Mm-hmm. So I just figured we'd kind of talk about that for a couple minutes and move on. Oh, like of YA? Of like YA, how we all got to know each other. Like Ethan and I kind of had to. Allegedly, we, <laughs> we were, you know, grew up in the same. Became, offspring of the same parents. <laughs> yes. Appa- allegedly. Related by blood. <laughs> There's no way to prove that, obviously. But Ethan, you went off to college before me. Um, allegedly, right? I'm, I'm technically the older brother, but technically not as well. Um, You're the older brother, but I also was born. Yes. <laughs> in terms of amount of amount of uh i forget i, I ruined the joke <laughs> the lifetimes that i have lived you cannot comprehend yeah. i have seen horrors beyond comprehension <laughs> this vessel is me um so and I, I guess i never actually really asked like you get i'm assuming you guys were friends well, college ministry at the college that we went i think so yeah yeah that's where loose meat sandwich yeah loose meat sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> that's copyright you can't steal it <laughs> TM. Yeah. Jonathan Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like another really before that. I mean, is that, am I, am I correct or am I forgetting that? Or am I forgetting something, you know? No, I think you're, I think you're dead on. I think because, which I don't, I don't know if you even remember this, but parts of this, but, but not my part of this. But <laughs> you remember different parts around the parts that I remember. So, okay. So you and your alleged wife, you guys started hanging out the I know fall I know you're talking about, of, yeah. of but that 20, was the fall of my freshman year yeah yeah and so I remember the moment where I saw like <laughs> I could tell that something like was happening between you guys while we were playing mini golf yep. and I was like dang you didn't go off yeah, bro. <laughs> okay brother okay. <laughs> okay bro we were yeah so by then yes yeah. yeah, so that would have been fall of fall of that year and then uh, spring of that year that's like loose meat sandwich but then, okay, yes, no, 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 no. I thought that would have been the second year. Whenever you and your wife, because I was in college by that point. Whenever you guys were yeah, hanging it was, out, it was my sophomore year of college. But then the Indianapolis trip was my freshman year, and right? Yeah, okay, uh-huh. gotcha. That's so same which came from. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, the start of that year, I guess, would have been when we would have started to become friends, and then, um, and then Christian came to school at that same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's your guys? Uh, I think it was kind of similar. Um, I definitely remember like the first, the open house was like Ethan taking me around. I was like, Hey, this is my little brother. Yeah. And everybody's like, I've heard so much about yeah. you. And I was like, thank you. It made me feel really. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because in high school, I hated 
being Ethan's little brother. But in college, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like people, like I've I've got like a landing strip. Remember that thing? Remember <laughs> remember that thing? Because like I remember meeting Jonathan, and I tell I, I this is my compliment for you all the time. But like we were in like a group of guys, like the other freshman guys who probably showed up for about half a semester and then never came back. <laughs> but uh, you know, anytime I would talk, like Jonathan would like look at me and listen to me. And like it definitely made me feel seen at the ministry because like if I didn't have people like you there, I probably wouldn't have stayed around. And I was being a dumb freshman, and I didn't, I didn't commit to the campus ministry until like the end of my freshman year, when I should have been doing it like the start of my freshman year. I was the same way, honestly. Right, right? Yeah. but we became friends this trip to Colorado, yeah, because we had those other guys who were all like, you know. Allegedly in your wedding, yeah. And they were <laughs> those all, guys doing those guys things, and right? Then. <laughs> and then we were like, "Oh, because you were, you weren't in, on leadership yet, but you were in a different cabin." So like yeah. after after every night, like we'd walk back to your cabin, and then I'd like, I, I, "Can I escort you home? Yeah. Hey, can I walk you home? Hey, can I walk you home?" <laughs> um. Well, it's interesting too. Cause, so before that trip, I remember, like, um, it was yeah. So it was the, the the fall before that trip, and like I had just gotten into Rick and Morty, I think, or something like that. And like you were like into it already, or whatever. I was I was watching Rick and Morty in my room, and you were like, "Hey, man, can I watch?" And like we watched on like I'm you know a a laptop <laughs> that was provided by a American certain university, university. <laughs> which <laughs> includes the textbooks and laptops and the cost of tuition. Yeah, since you're roughly seven thousand dollars over the course of four years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But and I remember just like sitting there in in two office chairs watching Rick and Morty with you, and I'm thinking to myself like, I don't know if, if him and I are gonna be friends. Like I I I was like, we'll see how this plays out. But like I want to be kind and like so right. So. But then yeah, then the Colorado trip happened. I was like ah, I like Wait, Jonathan, would we still be friends if I was a worm? Yeah. <laughs> and I was a little bit jealous whenever you guys would like steal away to watch Community together. Yeah. Really do anything else? Right. Do we hang out? Yeah. It was destiny. Last year we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Jonathan. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, still, I was still I was still in college, so I couldn't join you for the first six episodes. When you lay your pillow at night, just know I give you everything I had. <laughs> oh geez. That was good. Yeah, that was a good diorama. Thanks. Good diorama. Thanks. Um, I didn't really have a lady in the class though for this episode, because again, it was a little bit harder for me to my my you know, imbecile brain could not comprehend the complexities of a uh, I figure I mean I guess you could give it to Abed. Because he was the one who kind of roped it all together, um, but I don't know if you have an actual reason. I don't have really a reasoning for it. So same. I gave it to Abed, but I I don't even really believe in that. So <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to Jeff. Same with the chest. because he like has the most. Yeah, yeah. So like he he realizes that he was bad, and like he, again, I mean, whatever. Surely it's kind of hard on him, but I was the bad guy. That's but fair though. That's a good. That's a good reason. Has the nice, like, the best um, extra credit. Shout out to Joe Latruglio. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, um, yeah. He's also he's always a really good like side character, and like because he was in this as like a side piece. He's a side piece. <laughs> oh, <talking> about. oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. He was in, but yeah, he's always just a really good. And then yeah, it's another show that he. I want to say he was in an episode of, like The Office, maybe mm-hmm. like kind of before he got famous, or Something maybe it like was that. like uh, Arrested Development. It could be. It's one of those like two thousand shows. I know. I know yeah. what you're talking about, though. Brooklyn yeah. Nine. He's in another. It's not Paul Rudd. There's another like comedy that I think he's in, like Step Brothers, maybe or something like Super that. Bad. I could Farrell see something movie, like that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, he's just one of those like, yeah, just a good side. Like he's not the funniest guy in the world, but he just, you ain't never going to be that guy. Yeah. You can, <laughs> yeah. You're not that guy, pal. It was confusing to me at first why she said it was a glaucoma brownie, but then uh, glaucoma is allegedly used for the, like treatment for glaucoma is typically used with like marijuana or cannabis. Yeah. So it was a pot brownie, which she called it a glaucoma brownie. So that was confused on that. But yeah, because glaucoma is like your eye. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah like, when she said that at first, I was kind of confused. Like, like, I what, did, were there I eyeballs in it? Was. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have any extra credit? Trivia things? I don't really see anything. Trivia type stuff? Uh, yeah, not really. Like, so, okay, I will say for this episode, I watched at like three in the morning. So I'm <laughs> not sure. I, I was, yeah, I was pissed because I didn't, I couldn't sleep. So, <laughs> but you no, know, we talked about it. I'll probably bump my score up a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like six and a half, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I thought, I do like the interconnectedness of everybody, and like, you know, I think if if Abed was around, uh, to like watch the this new Star Wars trilogy, I think he'd go a little little bit easier on the prequels, but. I think overall, you know, I didn't laugh that much, but it was like a, again, wholesome, see them all come together. How can I give them up? Like, how can I be so mad at the show, at the, besides the community episode, about the show community? It's so like six and a half. It gets, it gets that extra half point because it's community. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, I still want to see them together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the movie? Come on, guys. Yeah. I can't stay mad at you, you little so and so. Exactly. <laughs> Props to the writers for this episode to like tie the characters together and it actually, somewhat makes sense mm-hmm. kind of like Jose can you see <laughs> no, just it, it just dawned on me as you were talking about that that I did they put the Phantom Menace in there because it was about prequels and like origin stories I think so okay Ooh, kind of yeah. I didn't I didn't put that together until just now um give me a second my, my brain's loading <laughs> I'm in I'm in the hard reboot stage it's not a bad episode of the show it's just got me so flustered that I can't speak no <laughs> um, I gave it a Batman versus Superman out of the 2016 Suicide Squad, um, which means it's better than Suicide Squad. Not so. Like, I honestly, <laughs> I liked, I liked that you know Batman v Superman first whenever it first came out. I didn't hate it. Um, now going back and people kind of pointing out how ridiculous it is, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty dumb. Um, it was supposed to start, you know, the the Justice League and the DCU and all that, and like I mean, that, it did. Look how that turned it, out, right? It like ended pretty quick. So <laughs> I, I feel like that's a how I feel right now is like, yeah, my first view of Batman v Superman out of like the rest of the DC. So, oh yeah, my bad. We're doing three episodes <laughs> this time. Ha ha ha. Okay, just kidding. Cut the music. Yeah, cut the music. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was over? Yeah. Come back. The movie's not over yet. Come on, come back. We got it. Okay. Advanced introduction tonality. This is outside the Trinity episode, my least favorite episode of the series. Um, let me tell you a little story. Um, I was going through a rough breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago, I just threw on community and I was like, yeah, season four, episode 13. Sure. And literally, I was just like, what did I just watch? I was just like, I've never been more mad at the show. Or like disappointed at the show than like this episode. Huh. I, I found it and you know what's interesting about it? Like when I was watching this at six AM for this rewatch, <laughs> it's not that it was like, Oh my goodness, can I just skip through this episode? Like I wasn't even that necessarily bored, but I was just like It's chaotic. <sighs> yeah, the chaotic and like the 
again, I'm just not a fan of the evil, yeah, stuff like that. And so I just think with them and like the the CGI of the blue, whoa, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I'm not even gonna be able to pod in this one. See you guys. So I I see you, Jonathan. Bye, Jonathan. Well, oh, Ethan, it's just you and me now. It's just me. Are you guys doing a pod in here? You- yeah, come yeah. in, come and have a seat here. I'm gonna try to do a homework thing. You, Marge, and uh, oh, Marge. <laughs> I'll do a Marge thing. <laughs> I just think they're neat. Okay. Marge, okay. <laughs> I want to go to the podcast. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Nick. <laughs> you, you, like a, I thought you were already Nick. Whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. right. Oh, okay. I'm back. But. <laughs> Hey, Jonathan, where'd you go? We just had the craziest last 30 seconds of the podcast. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, check my keys. <laughs> Are you the market timeline version of Nick? Or? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Ethan? So I feel your hatred for the episode. I, I don't feel it. I can understand why you don't like it. And I'll be honest, before rewatching this last night, I, was, I didn't like the episode either. I, I don't like the darkest timeline plot. But I also honestly forgot that this episode basically exists in Jeff's brain. That's why it's even mm, happening. Uh-huh. I do say that. Mm, so like, point, give it a pass. Point. If they actually tried to make it like, no, this actually is real. The dark timeline is in here. Yeah. Then I would be like, no, this, like this is a little out there for the community. I'm <laughs> just saying a lot. Yeah. Why do you disagree? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, Dick, evil dictator about to blow up a college. I believe that, but I draw the line at evil darkest timeline. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but I know. I agree though. Yeah. The community's out there. That's the point of the show. Like, oh, they played paintball on campus. There was a zombie outbreak because they, like, okay, I can... Those are ridiculous, but it makes but sense. You, but like, you can't justify time travel or like exactly. war, dimension this, warping. This literally goes against the laws of like science and physics. So I right. Mm-hmm. With that. I don't mind this episode, honestly. I don't, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just, it's an episode. It's, I'm, I, I'm the, the, like the exception. I actually kind of like the darkest timeline plot just because I like that they're kind of playing around with like the possibilities of like, oh, what happens if, you know, Shirley doesn't get help. What happens if Annie, you know, falls for like just s- some of that stuff? I didn't like how they brought it into this episode because I I don't like like in in Endgame whenever Nebula from 2014 took over Nebula's place. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really frustrating. I've never been a fan of like the whole we're gonna cause chaos and make the group fight with each other, and then the big climax is them trying to you know unravel all of it. Like that just seems really frustrating to me. And like, oh, this is what you're going to spend 20 minutes doing instead of something useful with your time. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> really. But uh, I, did, I did like some parts of the episode, mostly towards the end, I guess. Um, I liked Evil Pierce making a comeback. Yeah. Like, mm. I faked my own death to prove you a lesson for leaving me out. Again, we thought you were dead. <laughs> um, First person to shoot themselves wins. wins. Winner! Win! <laughs> um, well, that boat just tied itself. I liked um, the the line where tr- the Troys bump into each other. That was that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun <laughs> seeing the even though it's not really happening in real life, it's fun to see the versions of the gang interact with each other. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Evil Troy and uh, Redeemed Abed, you know, are doing Troy and Abed in the morning. And then Evil Jeff is like, "Hey, morons! I'm just gonna tell you, you know, it's not real." But then. They're like, see Evil Jeff, see you at lunch. And then he's like walking, he's like, see you at lunch. <laughs> I, just, I, I, for, I forgot that that was in there. I was like, oh, it's kind of fun that like, still Evil Jeff is still like part of the group. Um, so I, I thought that was fun. But uh, for the for the diorama question, Jonathan, you had a question originally and I wanted to be Actually, sneaky. Actually, this is mine, I think. Oh, yeah. You added it in there. 
and there's not there's not much of this episode of studios to shoot each other mm-hmm. but i guess i was wanting to like since we're better than the writers of the community how would we, <laughs> that if we had an evil version to like because the reason i added my part was like what what would your what how would your evil version be different from you now and so that's kind of what i was that's like solid. their weakness is how you defeat them start on a crystal clear lake on a summer's morning <laughs> Crane shot all the way back to reveal Greendale. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> palm trees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in Colorado. Yeah. Um, that's a, you know, I, I, I put that in there. I didn't even think about that. I think my evil version would be somebody who, um, so Ethan and I talk, you know, we've met, we, we might've mentioned a time or two how our childhood upbringing was a little bit different. Um, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you know, back, you know, it always reminded me of, we, we didn't go to the same school as all of our friends. We went to like a, a country school. So I feel like the evil version of myself was the version that went to that public school and like went through all eight years of elementary school and middle school. Because I've thought about that before. If I didn't have like that chip on my shoulder going into high school, I don't know if I would have been so like ambitious and try to like put a name for myself out there. Because um, there were a lot of guys in our high school, like they were part of the popular friend group, but they were just sort of like there. It's kind of like a Monsters University, the little crab guy in the fraternity. Like nobody <laughs> wants him there, yeah, or doesn't want him there. He's just sort of there. I kind of feel like that's how I would have been. Um, I also would have started lifting a lot sooner, so I'd be like absolutely yoked, and I'd be a douchebag <laughs> about it. Um, so I feel like Jim I would bro. defeat what, <laughs> bro? Yeah, I would defeat the evil version of myself. Um, actually, I don't know how I defeat. That's how, a tougher how, question. I yeah, think how, how do you guys think I'd defeat that? I I, I want to say that I would like like how being different or like how proving yourself is important. Like may, maybe he like has a crisis of confidence of like, Oh, well I haven't really accomplished much. I've just sort of coasted through middle school and, you know, I was a C average student in, in high school and there was nothing wrong with that. But maybe I would like show him like songs that I've written or I've shown him like newspaper clippings of me and be like, Oh man, well I guess I suck. I don't know. Hey, no dropping weights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And coach, uh, the PEE teacher in in the community, in the yeah, oh, Coach Bogner, Coach Bogner, but the guy that was in this this season. Oh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, so I'm thinking what I would do. My evil version is probably somebody, although like I wouldn't say like I'm very attached to my family in the sense of like I need to be physically close to them. Like I live in I live in proximity to my family because of like just convenience. Like mm-hmm. I just I went to a school that was close to where wherever we're from i sub-saharan iowa i I live uh, you know um all those things and so i think a version myself is probably um single lives in denver i could see like yeah some sort of like not major city but like major to mid so like denver Mm -hmm. cleveland um, cleveland where where is our Tampa Bay's? Where <laughs> where is our Albuquerque's? Where is you know like San Jose's? Like yeah, all, all yeah. the these yeah. And so I'd probably poison myself with the Domino's pizza because that'd be <laughs> Domino's. That'd be something that I would fall for every time. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan, the kind of guy to wiggle his fingers over a pizza and say, "Hmm, don't mind if I yeah. do." <laughs> Essentially, it's <laughs> <laughs> like my evil version would be. If I not only graduated with graduated with the ag degree, which I did, but like actually stayed with that, mm-hmm. um, and more so, like it also has to do with me not meeting my alleged wife in college. It's mm-hmm. like if I hadn't met her, I was just this ag kid at the school we went to. Um, evil version of me then like moved back to our hometown, small town, 
mm-hmm. guy that revs his truck up at the back of the Conoco parking lot you know, with all the high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way you defeat Redneck Ethan is he's driving his truck and he's you're like, but my truck's louder than yours. And you're like, oh yeah. And he like revs <laughs> it up and then a police officer comes and just like arrests <laughs> that's him. That's a good answer. Yeah. I, I hadn't that's thought good. that one, but that's a good answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leading the class, he would absolutely hate Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, we 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 never become friends. <laughs> There's no version of. <laughs> I've seen all the timelines. This is the only one we win. <laughs> Man, Ethan, he he really was just a friendly guy. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a loving guy. Sorry, I shouldn't I shouldn't make fun of that. <laughs> okay, okay. recipes of those terrorists. Yeah, of, co- of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> leading the class. Um, it's probably gonna be hard for us to to have one. I would say the Abed in Jeff's brain is leading the class mm. um, because he's sort of the voice of reason of um, what's going on and telling Jeff like he, only he's the one who can make the decision. So I'll cheat and say that. I said Jeff. I I had Jeff as well. Like the episode's about him. Yeah, so it's like it's hard to. I don't know, it's hard to swing for anybody else, but no, that makes sense. I had Jeff. So um, extra credit. You I did. Um, I had a couple. Um, huh. Why did Evil Jeff target uh, Troy and Shirley at the same time? <laughs> why did he? Evil have- Jeff and Evil Ethan get along. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that. Yeah, that's just a jokey one. But uh, so my actual extra credit was like, okay, so this all takes place in Jeff's head, and there are some conversations that he's not there for. So like, Evil Jeff is there, or Evil Annie is there. So like. Are these supposed to represent? Are evil Jeff and evil Annie supposed to represent like his intrusive thoughts? Like, oh, he thinks that Shirley sandwiches is dumb deep down, or he thinks that, um, does he even talk to? Or like he he like Abed is the voice of reason. Is that kind of what it's supposed to represent? Is or or is it just writing? You know, like is is there a reason behind it? Kind of like Jeff's dad. Like, was he a really good character? Mm. Or was he just not real well written? So that was kind of what I what I chewed on there a little mm. bit. It's a good thought. Um, did you guys notice there's a Starburns blowout meth sale? Yeah. Like when Abed goes to the darkest <laughs> timeline and he looks at the bulletin board, there's oh, like a blowout, like blowout meth sale in the... Yeah. Okay. Blowout. But like it says like Starburns blowout meth sale. In right. Or something. And then also at the, in the graduation scene, six seasons in a movie is written on the blackboard. Did you see that? <laughs> nice. Um, Underground. Yeah. It's like six... It's like in a, a, a vertical. So it's like in the show, it's like six is highlighted but then they rip something after it. Like, yeah, six seasons in a movie. We'll get that movie eventually. I hope. I give it a seven out of ten. Every every IP now is flash verse <laughs> flash. Yeah, so interesting that the community kind of did that ahead of this time because they kind of yeah. have the multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know, the multiverse is the twenty twenty version of the zombie craze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, everything everybody doing zombies. Yep, yep. I had five out of ten. Um, so. You know, Ethan, you kind of mentioned the context of like this could have been the last episode that they ever did. They didn't really know. I mean, you guys know how I feel about endings, like how <laughs> sentimental I am. Have I told you the story? Have I told the story in this podcast about like the time my box set of Indiana Jones movies? No. And how like whenever Crystal Skull came out, they sold like, yeah, the, the original three on, on DVD. And I bought that with like my birthday or Christmas money, probably. And there was like a month and a half straight where I only watched Indiana Jones movies because I'd watched the you know first two and then at the very end of the, the Last Crusade whenever they ran off in the sunset I'd be like man all the fun adventures and hijinks that Indiana Jones went on and he brought me along with them like I can't just stop now I gotta restart it so I mm-hmm. just rewatched the whole series and then I watch it backwards and I watch it forwards again um, and so I, I have a hard time with like knowing it's the last 
bit of things. And so like Jeff's yeah. graduating, like, oh man, but Jeff's grown so much in his four years here and like Jeff's leaving and the, the, the his friends are going to be here without him. And that's how my brain works. Um, but it's also not a great use of that, that emotion or that energy. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going off of the Indiana Jones thing, I'm going to give it a dial of destiny out of last crusade. <laughs> Oof. You know, Oof, tough. No, but I just, the, the fact that they, they, they didn't let it end. Right. I mean, literally the last shot of last crusade is him riding off into the sunset. So mm-hmm. could have left it, left it that way. 